Hello, hello, hello. It is another edition of Zay Link, and I'm your host, Alice Zay. You gonna turn up today. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me say something, okay? You could delete, and I'm not just saying to this homie here. You know, I'm salute to him, you know what I'm saying? Um, y'all could go and try to pull back anything you want to say on the internet. But there's always going to be somebody, not just me, but there's always going to be somebody who downloads your shit. He's struggling out here, you know what I mean? He can't find a job. I mean, he's been fired from We Love Hip Hop Pro like what, a week or a week and a half now? Have some motherfucking courtesy. Have some fucking respect. If somebody comes and reaches out to you and says, hey, you are worthy of being on a show or getting exposure. It is for dual purposes, meaning it is for myself and it is for you. It means that we need to collaborate together. We need to talk about things that things make that us, make great, us great, as great as people. What's the song? I got two of them for you. Songs? Yeah. You're going to turn up today. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. It is another edition of Zay Link, and I'm your host, Alice Zay, and we are on episode 25. Yes. So, Ow. I'm not alone today. It's going to be me and Friday, so it's just hey. us. We don't have no guests today, so we're just going to be uh, keeping it rather, I guess, is the word intimate? Intimate. Actually, we're going to turn up today. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been potted in, a bit, in about a week, you know what I'm saying? So... Let's do it, man. You ready to get this music shit? Yeah, yeah. So I found some tunes here, some free tunes for the freaky people. Them. The Salute to Bia. Hey. I'm allergic to that no shit, my wrist game on cold. I might pick my coupe white just to make this with my toes. Yeah. I can't wear the shit you bitches wear because it's cheap. Mm. Get some money at my table, grab a seat with me. Cost a ticket just to cover all my leaves. Okay. I don't hang with jealous bitches, that's a weak one. No, I'm not even fucking talking about me. <laughs> we already know Tasha K. Zaylik alumni. <laughs> Track is called The Spring Renewal wow. Part 1. Let's you go! Been, Mac, we looking and we can't find you. Can't book me on no broke shit on my headline. I can't get me for no cheap price. Broke niggas try and get they acts right. Said I'm not worth it, but they out here looking my Bitch don't like me, but yeah, her friends, they be like, teach me, teach me. In my DMs, if we fell off, just know I'm not looking to make amends. It's 2021, why you still begging for friends? Mm. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Jeez. Salute Just dropped a video too. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. So what's going on, Zay? Well, we got to do the regular intro. Yeah, talk your talk. All right, so ZayLinks at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, or you want to be featured as a guest. Uh, follow on Instagram as well, Alizé Vlogs, and uh, follow Friday Ricky Dread. Follow We Love Hip Hop Network, and uh, follow ZayLink on uh, Instagram as well. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, a few things to talk about. I have some points that I wanted to kind of shed light on for those of you watching my gram, um, mm-hmm. some of my recent posts. Talk the talk. Uh, yeah, so I recently went to uh, the place called The Office Kinky Space. And mm-hmm. it's like a, s- okay, 
it's like a it is what it is. It's a it's a kinky space and um it's like an apartment. So it's like a one it's you don't get it? No. <laughs> okay, so if you're in an apartment, the apartment is transformed into be like a kinky space. So for instance, there's a room instead of having like a family room, you'd mm. have a dungeon. Mm. And a living room you would have as um the Netflix and chill room. So I did a walkthrough tour. Okay. And uh the, sorry. Yeah, sorry. The kitchen is there as well. Mm-hmm. So you get to have your kitchen. So for me I like it because it's not like Oasis where it's like a open concept where you can just, you know, fuck around, walk naked, do all that good shit. But it's more of like if you want to book it for like you and your significant other mm. or you and your side thing. <laughs> and if people want to call like, you know, their uh, fries. Yes, <laughs> the fries. Call girls, call guys, whatever. You know, because you, know, you got your your, your main mm-hmm. and the fries on the side, and it's a real thing. So that's why it's like sometimes you're just meeting up in the car and you don't have no space or freedom to like clean yourself or have a washroom and all that stuff. So I like it because you get to have not everybody you want to bring home, right? <laughs> okay, so explain this to me. It's like a Airbnb, a sexy Airbnb. Yes. You get the whole apartment. So if you have a one-bedroom apartment, just imagine every room is transformed and usable for you and whoever you bring there. That's so sick. If you don't, if you just meet a girl and you don't want to bring her home and you're on lockdown, like I mean, you can have two people in there, right? Or whatever the case is. So you can go rent the Airbnb um, office kinky space and have the entire access. So the closets are usable as well. They have like lights. They have like cool accessories in them. You have the dungeon um, with some props in there and you have like the Netflix and children, which I think is really cool because mm-hmm. not everybody wants that super sexy, aggressive, like level five room. You want something sometimes to just sit down, chill, maybe watch whatever you want to watch on the TV and then get into it from there. So, so okay. Role play. <laughs> Explain the Netflix and chill room. Is there another room that you can go into after when it's time to, to, to fuck or you, do you fuck on the couch in the Netflix and chill room? Just that. Oh, that's kind of sick. Because if you're chilling with somebody, like, it brings you back to like high school and you're sitting mm. down watching a movie. Like, Why would you not want to relive that? Or if you're just meeting somebody, you don't know how to get into it right away. Warming up to it is sometimes simply just sitting down on a couch, watching a movie or watching something entertaining and feeling, you know, maybe you get closer when you're sitting down with somebody. Those are casual things a lot of people don't do because when you're in a motel or a hotel, it's more like, you know what the business is. Motel. <laughs> Oh, yeah. and then it gets aggressive right like and then if you want to go to that room like the red room so to speak the red room is usually like a level five where it's more like the, the all the stuff kick. is there yeah there's bondage that you can do there's the what is it the saint andrew's cross um with the shackles mm. <laughs> yeah so let me let me ask something about this netflix and chill room because I'm, I'm still not over that part <laughs> I called it that. It's not even called that. It's just that's what I said. You know what? Let's call it the Netflix the couch and the TV room. <laughs> yeah. So people are paying to have like uncomfortable couch sex, basically. That's just my opinion. It's comfortable in the sense because there's carpet on the floor. So again, oh, you could fuck on the floor instead. Probably, if you want to, you're renting the entire like apartment, right? As your own personal space, um, and you have a washroom and you have a kitchen and. I mean, again, I just think that most people that link up, and I'm saying link up as in like not their partner, but couples do want to get away too. So if you're still in like an apartment kind of homey setting, it kind of adds um, 
a touch to really see sometimes how a person, you know, is with their etiquette. Mm-hmm. Do they walk in, take off their shoes, or do they just walk in like they own the place? Do they, you know, wash their hands? Or, you know, like if you guys bring outside food, you know, like it's just being in an apartment, I think, is different than a hotel or a motel. So is there like just one of these places in Toronto or just multiple? I think people have Airbnbs, but I think that for the most part, something like this is rather unique and um, picking up. And those, the one, the ones that did exist before have probably shut down mm. based on stuff like that. So I think it's really cool. It's affordable as well. And um, yeah, look out on my page. You might see more from me there. <laughs> so just dropping that out there. You might pop up at a kink room near you. Um, let yeah. me ask, ask some, uh, let me ask you. Just I, what we never really, because we never get a chance to like to chop it up. And how's your week been? Does anybody care? Yeah, <laughs> they don't care. Um, I care, Alison, <laughs> and that's all that matters. My week has been interesting. Um, pretty subtle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing super exciting. We're on lockdown. I'm not doing anything over the top. Um. Take a look over here on your Instagram. Oh my gosh. Let's take a look at Alice's Instagram. I have a post I was gonna post, but I'll probably do it later. It's just a little dance video. Because you know, we can tell what's going on in people's lives, or at least I can through Instagram. Not really. Mine doesn't show too much. I repost our episodes from the previous episode and uh honestly just the office kinky space was like the most okay, recent okay. thing. Wildcat arrow. <laughs> Sometimes I have a problem going through your Instagram, okay? Let me just show the people them, all right? I'd be going oh, through shit. the gram, and I, I, I'll i see how they post a pic, like this one, for example, here. Go over it fast. Don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like her, her, her body in some body rider shorts with Wildcat print on. What is that? Is that like a brand? As a DJ. Okay, so salute to, to DJ promotion, Wildcat. yeah, it was right. right so yeah. Wildcat promotion, but it's like, like you know, like Alizé's here, you know, working with us here in the network, and I'm like, I, I don't know how to feel sometimes. I'm like, that's a dope ass pick, but I'm like, you HR department, that? HR. You, is the struggle to like or not to like a post from somebody that you work with? Is that the issue? Like you know when the, okay, the pick be like. Hella sexy, right? Because it's a sexy pick. You know what I'm saying? I try. I but try. like, <laughs> I'm like, is it okay for me to like it? Or is it going to be like, well, if am you I have crossing ten- the line? If you have a tendency to like pretty much all my posts, which you kind of do, mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> I don't look again. at it under, I don't look at it any different, right? But if you just like kind of go for only specific ones on the feet, <laughs> then I'll be like, okay. Like this one here with the, the gummy bear on your tongue? Here? I get requested for my throat picks and my mouth. So, I mean, people like my tongue. What can I say? And um, I try to, you know, appease to everybody and uh, do my best to uh, showcase what people like to see. I tone it down because honestly, like I'm, I'm getting... Um, some weird flaggings from Instagram and even like I had a story from over two months ago or three months ago and it's like you know your account might whatever and I'm like this is a story like it's not even an active story it's a story like not even a, like a timeline item it's like a story from like three months ago like and a story that you got saved in your um archive archive thing no it's not even there like it's just I'm wondering like how would they have like had that on the algorithm when it's not even like a saved post or not even a saved story Instagram is doing an algorithm change, and this is just in my opinion because I've been seeing them do some. I, I've been getting three a lot of notices, ago? 
Well, lately I've been getting a lot of notices for copyright um, infringements on like music posts that we've done that for guys who are um, signed to labels, Universal mostly, and like mm. Sony and different labels like that, right? More Universal and Warner mostly. But here's the thing. <laughs> It's only started happening over the last two weeks or so. So I feel like Instagram yeah, they're is doing, doing some, like shit. some type of change in their algorithm or something. A so like, up. it's just now that every post that's like from before, it's they're catching it in their system and they're like, hey, we want you to get rid of that. But a story is supposed to delete after 24 hours unless it's it naturally saved. So I'm thinking in my head, what archive could it have been for it to have showed up like three months later with like, you know, because of this story? Everything gets saved in archives. You didn't know that? I manually have to save certain things, but it's like, even with stories like, yeah, like if I really want to go into it deep, mm -hmm. then yeah, it might show up, but it's like. I think you can archive. I think everything automatically gets archived. I might be wrong. But, but it's I not know, active. Like, How would it have been triggered is what I'm thinking. It's not mm -hmm. even a post. It's a story. They on you. Something that's 24 hours and then gets archived. They on you. That's weird, man. You know Obviously, that. it was telling me I was promoting or soliciting. So. <laughs> you know what I did this week? No. Got the vax. Stop it. You got the fucking vaccine. Which one? Pfizer vax. or? Um, Moderna. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Will you guys see Friday next week? <laughs> Let's hope and pray that, he, you know, everything's Sorry. good. I had a convulsion. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm good. I'm good. You know what? I had no side effects. Yet. Fam, this is like two days ago. Yeah, but this thing is like long lasting. Anything you put into your body is not necessarily going to be right away. No, I'm not talking about like the side effects that people are talking about. Like, you know, your the magnet. Did the, you dry the magnet? The fucking magnet. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm talking about like people say, yo, their arm, they can't raise it the whole next day. They're hella drowsy. Like you basically get some of the, what the symptoms can be from COVID so that your antibodies can know what they are and then, you know, sense it when you're around COVID and get mm. none of that like I wanted to take a nap and then I got out of bed like let me go back from my laptop <laughs> what the fuck am I doing you're addicted <laughs> I so to much working energy. <laughs> I guess because like I feel like I worked through the whole day and it's, I don't feel like I'm Superman but mm. I feel like some other people a lot of other people have told me they, they, were, they were out the next day like the next day was a wrap maybe you just have better tolerance for pain it's all that CMOS yo you're on it too? CMOS King. A lie. I, I, you know, I have a scoop of CMOS almost every day in a shake. Shit. And some black CMOS like every wave. other day, yo. I'm, a... I'm on the wave of CMOS. I had a smoothie this morning. I yeah. usually do it every day. You on our root shit. You know how I go. Shit. Damn. <laughs> you get it from the same lady I do? No, I make my own. Oh, okay. You know well, no, saying? but you have to buy the CMOS. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I buy the, the, the CMOS pack and... Oh, I can't remember the name of the place that I get it from. Oh, okay. that's because so I post salt. mine on um, the, my page. It's Stem and Roots and proper brand, proper batch that I get. Yo, I'll, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna find out who it is and tag you. I'm I'm trash. I'll, I'll do a free post for you. <laughs> Super trash. Yo. You, you know gotta like, but see, with things like that, you gotta like spread the word and share it because it's like it's for human health, right? Mm -hmm. So those things are almost a no-brainer to want to showcase because it's not like it should be restricted in that sense because it's. Things that we want to make sure, you know, people in the community get access to. Yeah. I'm trying to find them here in my in my Instagram, but I probably won't. <laughs> what else you got for us here before I get to some of these subjects that I got for <laughs> um, I just wanted to shout out Case Candy, a mm. local in Toronto with edibles and goodies. So I've been promoting some of the stuff on my uh, 
highlights and um yeah really good stuff like gourmet candy apples um gourmet like um fruit slices with mm -hmm. like you know specialty toppings on it and this here is um gray goose infused popcorn Jeez. i did a video on my timeline recently and it's like popcorn in slow motion being poured and that's what this is is just okay. a gray goose um but there's also a nice um strawberry cheesecake crunch cone Jeez. and it's like you have the cheese strawberry cheesecake inside you have stra fresh strawberries as well and then you have this crunch cone that's coated with um some drizzle of chocolate and some other stuff and mm -hmm really nice but the candy apple flavors are impeccable like i had like a sour <laughs> i had like a sour patch um flavored candy apple and i'm like this was pretty dope and she has like a, like a, the business has like a whole lineup of um, goodies so definitely check out case candy they're on my uh instagram tagged and um special highlight for that um so that's case candy salute salute case candy um can I jump into one of my subjects I have here? I want to keep going. Go, 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 go. Okay, go, 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 go. I want to talk about what we as podcasters go through. I'm talking about interview etiquette. Mm. It's been something I wanted to touch and talk about for a while. When you are asked to do an interview, and I'm looking at the camera to you guys. Hold when on, you hold on. Do you, do you want a beat? I have a rant beat. <laughs> I, I have a rant beat. I, I, salute to, to, to Champagne Poppy. You know, you know it's all love and peace now, but when I got into my rant bag... I can give you a beat. You got a beat? It's it's. I have it labeled rant beat. Let me see if I can ride this beat. <laughs> it's, you could talk your shit. It, 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 it's 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 very it's good for exhaling. Okay. You don't have to, but I'm just I saying. don't mind. But also, we but gotta you talk your shit. Okay, okay. This is it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna be talking to you guys. And I mean you guys. Talk to them! If you are going to be asked to do an interview, have some motherfucking courtesy. Have some fucking respect. If somebody comes and reaches out to you and says, hey, you are worthy of being on a show or getting exposure. It is for dual purposes, meaning it is for myself and it is for you. It means that we need to collaborate together. We need to talk about things that make us great as people as influencers, as rappers, as singers, as dancers, as anything. That's what we need to do. So when you are being reached out to, you don't understand the work that goes into it, the equipment, the lighting, the actual engineering, the sound, the editing, the everything. You don't understand. Do you even know what I go through to even come prepared? I come with notepad, pen, paper, phone, everything to make sure that I have my details and my facts correct. I bring personality regardless of what I go through and what I have going on. I come here with game face on. Sorry, I'm hitting the mic. Let me bring it back. I come with game face on and I come to make sure that I bring the level of entertainment. It may be a seven. It could be a 10. But you know what? It doesn't matter. I still bring it again and again. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, no, I got you. I got your back. Let, let's go. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> oh, the engineer is real, right? <laughs> you know I love that shit. Smoke? And you know what? Let me just continue as the beat comes right back. You guys know I'm a rapper, so I'm going to just, you know, drop that fire. Here we go. I'm kidding. So let me get back to what I was saying. So me, when I talk about interviewing, I don't just talk about myself. I'm talking about me and the crew and the team and everybody else that's doing this to be a part of the dream. Okay, so what we need to do is make sure that we respect people and that we understand our opportunities because sometimes you don't know what door is going to open when you come to the actual door. 
you don't know. So when we put on things like this in regards to entertainment and come to make sure that you, the viewers, get something to watch, get something to comment on, get something to be a part of, and to keep consistent, we need that respect that when you get asked, whether it's a DM or a phone call or anything, just courtesy. If it's not 24 hours notice, you're being unrealistic. Just tell me you can't come through. Tell him you can't come through. Let everybody know you can't make it. That's all it is. That's all this is about. Just have some respect in the industry because you know what? Maybe you want to go somewhere and somebody's not going to be coming to knock at your door or call you down or send you a DM or try to make sure that you're available. So it's just common courtesy as an artist and as an entertainer myself. I get asked to do shit too. I get to promote and I also, you know, get people to promote me. It is a respect thing. And again, the energy you put out there is a lot of the energy you're going to get back. So as simple as it might be to maybe not show up or, you know, something happen. The idea is to make sure you have some common decency. It speaks to your brand and it speaks to kind of your etiquette on how you think. Right. So that's just all I got to say. Just make sure you have some respect when somebody's trying to do something collaborative with you. How you really feel? <laughs> because it's frustrating you know and like when i watch and see like what goes on behind the scenes like there's a lot of fucking shit as a content creator myself there's a lot that you know gets put into things a production that's what it is it's not like we're just using our cell phones and we're saying we're gonna go fucking live no this is pre-recorded shit you know what i mean like there's there's stuff equipment things have to be accountable for lights everything so we got a whole mic all the way over here (laughs) Yeah, it's just, from all angles. I'm just saying, like, there's a time when you grow up and you just got to, like, realize that you want to be seen as a professional in all areas of your life, not just what seems convenient at the moment, right? I'm going a cappella without the beat. No, no, no listen, <laughs> I, I hear you, know, because, and you're going to learn this as as you continue to pod, because you're on, we're on episode, what, 25 right now, right? Yeah. So, you know, as, as an elder podcaster. Old head. Know, old head <laughs> podcaster on episode 225. This has happened where, you know, guests has ghosted, uh, ghosted us um, multiple times. I can't say a dozen times yet, but at least four to five times without any kind of regard for, hey, yo, you know, can't make it, nothing like that. And some people haven't responded to us to this day. You know what I'm saying? Years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and so you're going to encounter a lot of wild shit. I, I, I like the fact that you got that shit off your chest. You know what I'm saying? Because, fuck. Sometimes artists gotta hear the shit. It's not even just limited to artists, it's everybody. Just, like yeah, people in entertainment. Look period. who comes on the show. It's all types of people, right? Mm-hmm. And again, it's different industries and stuff. So my thing is it's not the first time or second time it's happened. It's like I don't want look at only for myself. I look at as a professional, whether you're going for a career job, whether you're booking a photo shoot, whether you're booking to even be in an interview. It's mm-hmm. like regardless of if money is being spent or not, it's like you gotta look at things like it's common courtesy just to let somebody know, even a partner. I'm going to be late or guess what? I'm not going to be able to make it. Yeah. And well, it's like... A lot of people don't see what happens behind the scenes until they actually get here. I noticed this over the years with guests when they, they get here, they're like, yo, holy, you guys have a lot of equipment. Mm-hmm. Because inside of the frame that y'all are watching us on, you might not see like the, the, the light kits that are in the back. You know what I'm saying? And you might not have looked up the price of what these microphones cost and all these different <laughs> yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to stunt or anything. I'm just saying like, there's a lot that goes into 
what we do over here. You know what I'm saying? And preparation too, because you guys think that maybe I just do all this shit on the fly, but like everything again, pre-recorded. Yeah. I usually have the voice drop a question every now and then, and mm-hmm. you know, he might, you know, have a question today. I'm not sure. I gotta check. But <laughs> the thing is, like, you know, everything is pre- like preparation mm-hmm. when you have guests and when you're planning anything. Just like even on TV or on the internet, when you have a show or you have something that goes on. There's a lot that goes into it. That's facts. Right? And I'm a pen and paper type of chick and I like to write shit down. So when I can't write shit down, it doesn't exist at that point. Mm, So that's where I get my motivation to actually, you know, prepare things and have a guide. Instead of cue cards, I like to, you know, have my shit. And it just makes it easier when you have structure. Right? I I, I appreciate that rant right there. (laughs) And the man at the beat going everything. Listen, I provide provide the rant, the, the, the floor, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Can I throw a subject at you? After you shout out who this shirt. Uh... Oh, salute to Remy905. He, he he hooked us up with a lot of shirts and stuff like that. Alize is, is, is wearing um, the crew neck version of the of the what he has from his merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Looking very lovely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and, it's and, warm in here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he's provided our whole team with a, with a bunch of different different types of pieces. So you got a crew neck. I think I got a hoodie. You know what I'm saying? So salute to him once again, man. Remy905 on Instagram. It's a dragon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. With, a, with a third eye, with three eyes. Oh, shit. Sure. You see what he did there? Oh, yeah, sure. Hey. <laughs> I brought it to my attention. I just like it. <laughs> Even though it's 905, you know. <laughs> salute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was, like, going through some, some things because, like, you know, you told me, you know, we ain't going to, you know, guess the floppy flop. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, I came up with some questions here, right? With a few th- different things. And I found some stuff on Reddit that I want to get our opinions on, on, you know, maybe how we can help this person. And maybe I could write it down after into the Reddit mm. post. But, okay, would you live with an ex? No. Because this is based off of a Breakfast Club um, interview I was watching with um, people from the Real Housewives franchise. Right, two ladies from the Real Housewives franchise, and um, she was saying that she lived with her ex um, when they were separated, and things started getting different with the COVID, and money started changing, and through that time, they started drawing more together because they had to lean on each other more, and then they started respecting each other more, and they and got it, back together, and they ended up getting back together. Fuck that! Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, when you have a door open and a door closed for somebody, because mm. there's exes that we probably all have, or we're like, you know, if we were to even get in close proximity. Oh, before you continue, that's her ex-husband, and they have two kids together. Though, see, that's a unique situation because there's already chemistry and a live-in situation mm-hmm. pre-existing. So therefore, it's easier to imagine that that chemistry still exists because they've always kept that closeness. Yes. It's not like it's been a divorce situation and they went in their own homes far from each other and the kids were in like a custody situation. So those situations, it's like, I don't think they wanted to fully leave each other. I think they just tried to do the whole list, have space, but still live Mm. together. (laughs) And for me, it's like, if I don't want to be with somebody, like I need the distance because you being lingering around is like... It's like we haven't really separated or really kind of ended things. Okay, so you're not entertaining that. I don't think under the right circumstance I would want to. I mean, what would be my case where I would be so forced to have to do that? Like we're talking about hypotheticals here and it has to be a really hard thought one for me to say, yeah. I I breathe hard because I don't... Fuck with this goddamn podcast and shit. Well, you can't say never as well because... No, 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 because I've... 
me, I'm not putting myself in that situation. But I've met women who've had that situation going on. And that's baggage. Yeah, You're it, undateable. Once you still live with somebody <laughs> you've been intimate with, like how can you, unless that person turned like gay or they're like, like into like the same, like it's hard to imagine that that chemistry like it'd be uncomfortable. Like, how can you bring somebody into that space? It's almost like your nigga was living in the basement. You, you still like, I'm not buying it. Something's <laughs> awkward about it. I, listen, no judgment, but I just wasn't with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm. they made it to marriage. That's a serious like land. Like that's a serious pillar to actually hit. I I, I couldn't pull up knowing that that homie lives in the basement sorry i'm not trying to blow your back out upstairs in your bedroom because i'm gonna blow your back out it's gonna be loud you know what i'm saying and 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 homie's like downstairs like chilling like watching fucking football or something oh don't worry he he doesn't listen (laughs) okay what What? because he's been there done that and probably gets some every now and then so it's like i I don't know and like i said no judgment but i just couldn't i just was like that's kind of a unique let's use that word unique situation and usually you know like you watch a lot of movies and those situations happen so for me it's even like baby father and baby mother Mm. when they're too close i don't fucking deal like i can't not get it out of my head that there's possibly some connection or if they were left to have too much close time so you think that all baby fathers or most baby fathers still smash their baby mamas not all it's when you meet somebody that has that dynamic where it becomes sketch a lot of the times because a lot of people don't have boundaries is the option always open though i think it is because i don't have kids so i can't you know i can't i don't know from my understanding some men actually have certain baby mothers because they feel like it's almost like you know when you have a kid to their 18 then they turn adult Mm. it's almost like they have like a lifelong obligation has to smash yeah to fuck <laughs> that person unless there's a full out stop from the woman because a lot of guys will say like they don't break up with women like they're the ones who get left mm. like they've always had this like attachment that they can't let go of right so i find it like it's interesting and it depends but i mean there are situations where i'm sure people can friend zone or people can like um like have not a like physical situation that's strictly platonic but i find it it's on a person-to-person basis. You got to feel out who you're with and see how their surroundings and situation is. Mm. And the main thing I feel is that it has to be based on the person's boundaries. Because there's people that will have all kind of female friends and exes that they still associate with or think that because they have a control on it in their world that mm-hmm. you should accept their level of control. Well, I beg to differ. Like, there's, So you want your guy to like cut off his exes it's not about cutting off when there's like a baby father or sorry a baby mother situation or when you have kids with somebody it's a different dynamic because mm. it can never be a full-out no, sever you can't, cut, you can't tell them to cut off his baby but mother. boundaries need to happen and yeah. there cannot be i'm sleeping over there and all that shit like where it just becomes uncomfortable and all that okay so let's take it away from baby mothers what about exes can your guy still have communication with his exes and i'm talking about like every once in a while you know, she likes his pics and jumps in the comments every once in a while. And, you know, hope you're doing well. You know, is that cool? I think when I just, if I were to just start dating somebody, it would be cool. But I think I would want to know, like, what, pe- again, people's boundaries are. Because some people, once you have boundaries, then there's comfort. Mm-hmm. If you don't have boundaries, then it's going to be uncomfortable because then you're not going to know who's really who. 
And I've been the person to ask, okay, did you fuck that person? <laughs> Especially like, because people tend to come around and people are into business. And sometimes people that you date want you to do business with certain people they know. Mm. You don't know their history or their you know background. But I have been in the situation where I've asked, okay, like, yeah, I could meet this person, but do you have history with them? Because that will determine me coming to the table and not feeling awkward. So or, he bought shorty around. But it wasn't like, that's what I'm saying. It has to be identified. It's a female, mm -hmm. but it has, like, I need to know what that female's relationship to you was so that when they're around, if they are around, I know my positioning because I read off people's body language. Yeah. And sometimes you can see when a male and female get too flirty or they look like they always maybe wanted to do something and never did. That's your and, friend friend. Uh, you know what I mean? And again, didn't Steve Harvey say, like, men can't have girlfriends or yeah, friends that are girls? Yeah, that's his opinion because, like, I, you know, we're friends. We never smashed. I don't we're no not plans. having this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's totally possible for me. Uh, we work together. But see, that's the thing. We're in, a, like, a setting, right? Yeah. So I'm talking about somebody that you start talking to for dating purposes. Mm. And then they come with <laughs> unique individuals around them. And whether they talk a lot to those individuals or not doesn't matter. It's just if they're going to be physically brought around mm. or they have history of talking and stuff. Yeah. You want to know, OK, well, what's your connection? Because sometimes the caliber of conversation can start to strike a emotion of you guys talk about sex like this, like mm. and you're just friends. They know how much you That's have sex. Like, That's crossing the line. Like, and then again, is it, though? Because maybe they're comfortable doing that. But again, boundaries, boundaries define what is allowed and tolerable versus what is just like wild cards, like somebody that just has no filter. So let me throw something else in the mix then. If you get back with an ex, right? Do you need to know about the ones in between? Um, I don't think so. I, I mean, in casual conversation, because usually people reference and they need to say things, but it's not a full out like requirement. Um, like I, for you? I think... Um, I haven't really went back with an ex, sorry, an ex on a regular basis. I did have a situation, somebody I dated in high school and then as an adult, kind of talked to them again. Mm -hmm. It was funny how they kind of came around, but um, completely different experience. Like it was. So you didn't care about like, cause like, that was like, it, it was irrelevant There's because over, of the like, amount 10 of years. Year, over 10 years yeah. worth of like sex that they could have been having and all kind of so shit like, you know well, i don't need to fucking know about your past over the last 10 years it's relevant when it's maybe somebody with somebody i know mm. that would be interesting yeah it won't change anything much but again it's the level of communication people continuously seem to have you sure it won't change anything much because to me it's like depending on who it is like along the 10 years let's say and like i don't like want to like they got your business or anything but like for hypotheticals right let's say along that 10 years he had like smashed one of your best friends or one of your family members like a sister or something uh not uh, not likely but Would have been, like, <laughs> hypothetical. And, like, and then he tells you like you know y'all get back together 10 years later and he's like oh yeah by the way you know your homegirl such and such that you know you hang out with all the time yeah i smashed her along the way well let's change but, the narrative. Like, five years later let's change the narrative i i do have sisters and um, they are older than me. Um, I did have a, somebody that used to have sex with my sister try to talk to me years after. Mm. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Why not? I, fuck, is weird. What do you mean? You're trying to sample the family? How did, how did, how did he approach it? Um, it was more 
through text talking and stuff like that and again oh sorry it was <laughs> i was starting to go to memory lane <laughs> memory though i live like exactly I was starting to like, um, again, it comes down with vulnerability. If you allow yourself to talk to somebody and continuously talk, then obviously the um, the genre of conversation starts to change. What the fuck's going on out there? Holy Toronto ambience. I know. So it's different. Um, they tried to kind of come on an angle and they thought it was okay. Mm. Why would you not want to fuck two sisters? Hello. <laughs> so many years apart. But it was just like a <laughs> interesting situation. And I mean, it's not to say that the person wasn't attractive and stuff. It's just they kind of lost that for me when I was like really thinking about it. And then I started to see the personality and people change. Whoever a person was in like, for instance, their teen years, it's very different from who they are in like their late later years. So let me dig a little deeper. Did you already know that he was dealing with your sister? Prior? Yeah. And I was just the younger sister at the time. And, you know, I'm looking up saying, yeah, well, you know, he's attractive, he's hot, wow. this and that. But then when you actually come of age and you're starting to look at somebody, you're, when, when you're looking up to somebody, it's different from when you're, when you're looking at somebody. Mm -hmm. So when I'm looking at somebody, then I'm like, you're cool with that. Mm -hmm. And then it became a situation where I just lost, I don't know, I was thinking about it and like there was talks leading up to certain things that could happen. But like, I just, I couldn't feel comfortable. <laughs> you had it on the mind. Okay, oh yeah, naturally you're gonna consider things, but like I just couldn't do it. That means he wasn't completely out of bounds, because I. When you and, grow up, things change. Like people right, and, change. and he probably had a lot of swag to be having you say, you know what? Mm, but no, hey, no, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I he probably had a lot of sauce, yo. Because uh, again, because if he was a whack nigga, you probably get the fuck out of here. And you were with my sister, get out of here. Where yeah. you're like, mm. no, 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 no. See? <laughs> but again, I was I was a younger sister, but I'm also a woman. So at the end of the day, if somebody finds me attractive, they're allowed to. And if I'm a, if I find somebody attractive, that's human nature. You can't deny attraction. You can't pick and choose who you find attractive. That guy was a jealous. Salute to him. Yeah, so I was going to call him a dirtbag for a second, but he, you know, no, him, he's attractive. Well, was attractive. I didn't, shot I didn't, shot, I didn't really find him like that. Like, cause again, when you when you're younger, you're like, oh my gosh, I'd slam him. But then it's like when you're older, you start to carefully ponder and think, okay, like who would I actually really want? Because it's not you're giving something away. Mm. Like, who would I give the JJ to? The yeah. right? And I just. Like I thought about it, but after a while, like just the planning, sometimes the planning can just burn me out, like trying to make arrangements. But then you have the office kinky space, places like that, where it's like, fuck, I don't got to bring somebody to me. I don't got to go to them. I have a space I can go in, and then you can just get it popping. See, if you had that back then, you would you would have got some homie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. You got something before I shoot another one or one of these reddits? Uh, no more venting. No more, no more rants? Can we talk about Gutsy? Gutsy, Gutsy. Oh my um, gosh! Is we, it public? I got, I got something. I, we can bring it in. We'll segment in. Segment this. Hold on. Producer Rick in the building. Where is my beat? Where is my beat? I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Here we go. <laughs> that was fast. Salute to Gutsy Guts. This is Jaden. Jaden. I had this ready. 
with the cutsy cuts. So what do you want to talk about? Why are you being sad? You introduce it. <laughs> okay, so there was a little uh, situation recently that went down between streets of IG and uh, Gutsy Guts. Mm. We love Gutsy around here, man. He's a host of uh, Six Views Uncut. Uncut, Uncut. And definitely in his own lane. Was, for... the, was the host of Six Views Uncut. Okay. Was the host of Six Views Uncut and mm-hmm. in his own lane, you know, doing his thing. Um, you know, I don't follow up on all like uh, the shit that goes down, but apparently there was a situation. <laughs> Streets of IG. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, what kind of page is it again? Uh, well, blog okay. page? It's a blog page, and I'm trying to find the, the video here. I'm going to try to see if it's still here because. You should plug it into your phone because you have the. No, you'll be able to hear in the headphones. Oh. Uh, let's see if it's still here. Damn. You got taken down? Yeah, it was it was taken down earlier, really, and then taken down and then put back up. <laughs> but you know, Ricky B and these Instagram streets. Was it on IG? I, I thought um, it was. I thought it was just YouTube. Sorry, not Instagram streets. In these internet streets, doing what I do, I saved it. What's good, y'all? It's the streets of IG. <laughs> and before we get into today's hold on, video, hold on, hold on. Make sure you guys let me let me let me let me say something, okay? You could delete, and I'm not just saying to this homie here. You know, I'm salute to him. You know what I'm saying? Um, y'all could go and try to pull back anything you want to say on the internet. But there's always going to be somebody, not just me, but there's always going to be somebody who downloads your shit. This bum ass. Be aware. Gutsy guts, Mr. Mixy Mix. He's struggling out here. You Mixy know what I mean? He can't find a job. <laughs> I mean, he's been fired for from... We love hip hop for like what, what a week, a week and a half now. He still can't find a job, even them. Okay, so we'll stop there. Why he was talking about you, you and her? I never fired Gutsy. Gutsy was never fired from the network. Let's continue. Bum ass niggas, Mal and Rory or whatever the fuck their names is, got a fucking job before this bitch ass nigga did. So please <laughs> subscribe, help out Gutsy Guts. He is a struggling content creator. He's not a struggling content creator. It's your boy Gussie Guts. No, it's a message to some, mostly our old heads. Y'all need to shut the fuck up and stop sounding like haters and get the fuck off the internet, all right? <laughs> Fucking strap beast. And then you the picture. I've seen that video of Gussie Guts. You know, I actually agreed with him. You know what I mean? You so he does mention you in this, too. He does. Crazy. <laughs> Friday is the Joe button of this podcast shit right now. <laughs> Ooh, and you know it's gonna hurt you even more too. What's that bitch? Hold on, 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 hold on. Toronto, lady, woman. There's other words that we can use instead of what's that bitch. But we'll continue. That's gonna hurt you even more when her shit gets extended. And you still have to jump. It's gonna hurt you. You're gonna be crying. Oh, Why can't I get a job? This, that, and bro, I'm sorry, I you're just stop. a hypocrite all around. Still, you're not a righteous brother. Okay. Righteous. Deep. What do you think is going on? Do, am I like the Joe Button of like Toronto or something? Like, am I supposed to be some mean asshole? I don't know what to say, man. I just know that they come for you. Uh. And I think that because you try to relate to people by going live outside of the podcasting and networking, you become unscripted and unfiltered. So mm. some people look at you as more of like a walking target that way. 
because when you're on your network, you're kind of going for a more professional look or image and stuff like that. But when you start getting unscripted and start doing your own thing and, you know, kind of whatever you feel like you just do, nothing wrong with it. It's, it's self-expression, right? And that's what we do on media to try to express ourselves. But I think people have a love-hate relationship and they're allowed mm. to. You should love-hate people because when it comes to media and stuff like that, bad press is good press. And no content means also, you know, good press because people are going to wonder what happened and all that stuff. So it keeps them talking. But it's how people come off and address their, I guess, concerns or their um, frustrations you or bet. their appreciation. He's, he's many emotions in one. And he did a video edited and very well put together, if you yeah, ask I me. I it, too. Very thorough. I, 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 listen, I have no beef with Gutsy, but I'm not mad at the video. The video was, had me laughing, yo. It was interesting, and he addressed a lot of valid concerns. He talked about old heads and stuff like that, and, mm -hmm. you know, people in the industry that if they're going to come at other people, people will still come for you. So there is an element of karma that is inevitable out there. So I'm not sure exactly what triggered it, but... You know what? I'm going to defend that also. And another thing, another proof that I have no beef with guts. That rant was based off of some bullshit that was going on with me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Old heads getting at me on a regular basis. And I'm sure they get at him as well, right? But like just the approach that they have in comparison to some of these young guys. You would think that the young guys are the crazy ones. And we all complain like, yo, these young guys, they're so crazy out here. What the fuck's going on with our youth? But on the contrary, when I get DMs of the people who are really mad at me, they be in their 40s. So it's mostly the older generation that um, is voicing their opinion. Hella aggressive. Maybe because they can't really understand hiding behind emojis and uh, memes. Maybe that's not enough for certain people, the older heads, so to speak. Maybe they need to be more vocal because that's honestly how things really go down when you voice your opinion, right? And you have the freedom of speech. So I think that that's an actually more authentic way to approach things versus hiding behind memes and emojis and tiptoeing around how you really feel. I think he gave a straight up perspective on his love-hate relationship because there was like a sandwich effect mm. he came with the positive he came with the negative he still complimented him he's still supporting him but he's also saying these are my issues with you bro like yeah you need to know that you've been sought out because mm -hmm. you were also seeking extra attention by doing such and such but you know there's a Indirectly lot of direct thing that he got wrong on that like that's seeing and you know I'm, I, I don't want to speak for but him. But I can't vouch either. Like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 from what I've been seeing, and he hasn't been asking nobody for no jobs or nothing like that. Gus is all right. You know what I'm saying? He said it, you know, on episodes of Six Views Uncut multiple times, as well as on live. I'm doing 60, uh, sorry, 50 episodes, and I'm off this. And he, <laughs> he, he, he made good on what he said. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had a really, really dope, um, podcast with the Six Views Uncut podcast, but like all good things come to an end. 50 episodes is a lot. Like it ain't easy. Yeah. And again, my rant earlier, I hope you guys can appreciate it. Like that's on behalf of people like Gutsy Guts as well. There's a lot that goes into production and mm -hmm. as a vlogger, YouTuber or entertainer or anything, there's a lot you put into your craft 
and you do it for the people. So when the same people come and disappoint you or don't respect you or don't have the courtesy or common decency, where's the beat? <laughs> I feel like every time I start talking about this shit, no, I need no, the no, beat. No, 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 no. We'll put, put it on safety right now. We don't have to get them again. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, one like, salute to Gutsy Guts, man. There's no beef, man. Like, I, I don't, I just want the people to know there's no fucking beef, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like there's a lot of rumors that people are creating for themselves. Like, ain't nobody said none of this stuff that this guy even said in this video. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I don't want to diss homie because he looked like he worked pretty hard on the goddamn video. No, we have to give him the integrity we and we all watched real, it. Like, full. Yeah. Good 10 plus, like, a, a few minutes over 10 yeah, minutes. like, you know. A few seconds like, over 10 minutes. But, like, it was well put together. And I think, like, you, your laugh was pretty priceless. <laughs> memorable. <laughs> His laugh was pretty good. Uh, streets of IG <laughs> follow Streets of IG on Instagram <laughs> and subscribe on the there. YouTube channel um, gotta give a little bit of promo to him you did call me a bitch but I guess it was in your polite way of referencing a female Toronto talk they don't know no better <laughs> yeah so it is what it is but if you want to address the Zaylin coast it's Alize. you are following me and um, yeah it's Alize. doesn't hurt to put some respect on a girl's name um, yeah so Let's talk about Kim Kardashian having COVID. What? I saw that. And she said that it wasn't based on her recent birthday trip. <laughs> oh, I think I heard about that. One of her kids got gave it to her. Yeah. That's not cool. She, she got the vaccine. Like me. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Friday, are you endorsing the vaccine? I, listen. Sorry, on the mic. the mic. <laughs> I'm not endorsing anything, right? I'm just, you know, letting you know what I did. You know what I'm saying? That I, I don't encourage or discourage anybody from making the same decision then you're okay so far i've been chilling you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm a regular regular but yeah that's that's messed up that can cut the cut the video you know what I'm saying? i know it's not fun i don't think anybody should um think it's not real i mean a virus is nothing to really joke with there are real things. I mean, we can talk about the real agenda at hand. That's another story. But to talk about, like, you know, COVID and, you know, diseases out there, it's real shit that happens to people. And, you know, who feels it knows it. And those people that are getting it are not having a great time. What I will say about Kim, um, her and Kanye are handling the divorce beautifully. Well, I think he kind of, um, I wouldn't say he outsmarted her, but I like what I heard what he did in regards to <laughs> his net worth and her trying to compete and then just trying to make sure that, you know, like she obviously said she made more than him. So I but guess it hasn't gotten messy. It's not like people are like, there's like a whole messy battle that's going on in the court that we're hearing about and custody battles and all kind of. COVID's you know? the talk of the town right now. It's yeah. not really them. Yeah. Like it could, it could be like that with like, you know, a lot of other celebrity relationships because there's like so much in the limelight you get to hear about all of the dirt that happens after they break up you know what i'm saying and surprisingly enough with them that are so under a microscope now that they break up you're not hearing like any dirty details about their breakup it's sad nobody wants to see people that have been together especially celebrity couples break up right and they have so many kids too but you'd think that, like, the paparazzi would be digging to get this type of information. COVID, right? man. Where they're, you can't even really be out like you want to right now. So it's like everybody's, like, scheduling when they're going out. They're not just, like, doing the PR thing and saying, hey, we're going to be here yeah. in this restaurant. Maybe outside the restaurant, but, you know, we're wearing masks and all this crap. So, yeah. I think they have a good PR team as well. I think they, whatever, you know, dirt, they're like, you know what, we're going to keep that 
out of the fucking limelight. You know what I'm saying? Because they yeah. love to find some shit to just like make jokes about them you know, with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got a um, couple things I got here from Reddit. I want to get your opinion on. So, girlfriend, 22 years old, went out with this guy. Um, it made me and the 21 year old guy uncomfortable to think it um, that it, this is the type of situation that may happen in a future relationship. So I'm gonna pull it up. I was doing some uh, Reddit readings, <laughs> All right? And uh, let me make sure. I'm trying to see if the nice voice has a question. Yeah, let's see, let's see what the voice is saying. So yes. <laughs> We're not with this guy. That's the title. Okay, so sorry. The title might sound a little insecure, but read the post, please. Girlfriend and I were college mates and we're friends for three years. Fell in love and started dating a year ago. Uh, We are each each other's first and long term. I'm thinking of long term. First and thinking of long term. Hmm, Interesting. Okay. She and I landed an internship in in different firms, but in the same city, living in the same apartment. She has always been very shy, quiet, uh, quiet girl, a very shy and quiet girl, and has a great deal of trouble saying no. Okay, remember that. <clears throat> I noticed because of um, we have been friends for so many years, and I know, and we know each other really well. Um, due to this attitude, she's the kind that starts guilt tripping over small things and starts people pleasing. Okay, this guy that's doing an internship with her had been asking her out for the past month. He asked four or five times. She shared this with me and she had straight up said no at, um, to that at first. Um, I was like, this guy is also new to the city um, and he, he might want to hang out um, with some friends. But this is what the girl saying. I got to know he lives in the same city. There's, the, there's this thing. He didn't ask his um, his other friends to go out with him. He asked my girlfriend, who's also 22 years old, and they both went out one day. Um, same, he'd, he'd be trying to do the same with my, um, same, same he'd be trying to do with my girlfriend. A week ago, I got a text from my girlfriend and she and she's out and her and him. She, she, she fucked up some things here. So yeah, that's so funny. Right, right? Okay. So a week ago, I got a text from my girlfriend and he's out with her and gone to a restaurant. Only the two of them. I felt uncomfortable. I thought it was a technical I thought it was technically a date from his end. I told her my concerns and she said that she was getting it was getting hard to say no to him. He asked her four or five times like we said in the beginning and I felt rude to me. This is the girl. This is the this is what the girl is saying, okay? It felt rude to me. Plus he is nice and he helps with my internship um, stuff in the office with her. Okay. Um, he doesn't know about our, um, about the relationship. Why she not? said <laughs> <laughs> he should know that you're involved. <laughs> she said I was going to leave it um, leave this city in a few months, so there's no point in telling him about my personal life. She does post stories slash pics with me on her Insta to make it apparent that we are two we two are in relationship. That guy is connected to um, on her IG. I think that his people pleasing is hard and hard to say no attitude will bring these kinds of problems in the future. I trust her with my whole heart, but I think we need to take care about it. What do you think should be done about this? What are your thoughts? 
that's fucked up man that's like he's a nice guy and he's getting like pushed over like a lot because mm. again i said boundaries once you have boundaries and it's not even about trust it's about boundaries if she knows that she needs to keep somebody friend zone and says i have a man and that person becomes pursuing on top of that mm. then that's a different story but if she's leaving it open and kind of suspenseful not saying anything flirting because if you're usually not used to saying no then you're very flirty you might be okay you know what i'll think about it or you know maybe not now there's a different people pleasing mode people like exactly he's calling out all the flaws and the red flags that he's seeing he's just trying to think that love and because they were each other's first it's going to be something like you know a a honeymoon situation Mm. well the problems have already started so it's not just the fucking and you guys having each other's you know virginity and stuff it becomes okay you guys are young you're in a firm there's a lot of you know ass kissing that does go on in there because you're trying to get to the top as mm-hmm. if you're in a very competitive competitive field so <coughs> yeah she helps him with her internship the, the, this guy and it doesn't matter if the guy's gonna leave the country he might end up staying things happen things change she might want to go travel after a while and go check him and they're already mm-hmm. on instagram and stuff like that so they're already too connected for but she also said that or he also said that she makes it apparent that, you know, that she's in a relationship on Instagram. Like she, puts but yeah, she can't tell head. him. She probably takes selfies with him too. Listen, if you ask me, homie, send her back to the streets. Okay, she was. <laughs> you might have found her, and you all thought you were each other's first, but maybe that's what she told you, my G. You know what I'm saying? That people pleasing. And, and listen, no diss to any of the women out there. I don't want to sound toxic, okay? But that people pleasing slash. Um, hard to say no thing that might just be a front i know it it just doesn't sound realistic because in a relationship again boundaries and there's also like loyalty there's things and traits that you pick up with somebody versus when you were by yourself Mm -hmm. so if you used to be for instance a very timid and shy person when you get in a relationship you're having sex when you start to live with somebody all of that kind of has to go out the window because now you're sharing yourself and your space and your energy with somebody else so we have to change as people when we get connected to people and we have different types of connections with different types of people. So maybe she connects really well with that other guy. And because he's a random guy, it's a fun thing. Whereas mm. you're the loyal partner, she's going to look at you as you're already placed. That guy doesn't have placement, so therefore she has to figure out what to do with him. Listen, man, I'm, I'm not a jealous type, but the way like... Fuck, that- I am. And that's just a no-no. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. I was saying having that shit. No. But like... I'm not the jealous type, but that situation I'm, I wouldn't I wouldn't be down for. But you're not jealous unless you're put in the mindset to need to be jealous. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's the thing. Jealousy is not like a regular emotion that we all just go through. We have yeah. to have a connection with somebody in order to feel like our connection is being compromised or tampered. Yeah, I, I don't see that relationship working out in the future, in my opinion. He was in a blissful stage. Did you hear him? We took each other's virginity. We're both young. Yeah. Sounds like you didn't get out much. And now it's like you want to be in a more settled down type of mood and she's experimenting and that's really what happens to a lot of women too mm-hmm. but more than guys when a guy's already mentally thinking that you know he's found his ideal woman a lot of the time the woman is like fuck i like all this attention i'm getting i'm young i'm fruitful i'm experienced now yeah. so she's kind of like um ripe <laughs> and they're 21 22 like she's 22 you know, the guy I think is in 21. a firm. Like, come on, like, like come on, man. big mans are going to be fucking that. Sorry. Like, yeah, yeah boss yeah, man, yeah. partners are gonna, up behind her head. All that type of thing. in the office. Get used to it. It's just sorry. One of you guys need to have a different source of like employment because that's I don't know. What is she thinking about what you're doing at your firm? Like, mm. 
You're acting like you're Mr. Nice Guy writing all this shit. Do you have two personalities? <laughs> Law office, so you know you're cutthroat and you gotta play both sides, so what the fuck? <laughs> Is his name in here? No. I got one more from Reddit. Um, does he want to be friends or is it done? Dun, 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 dun. From that same thing? No, it's a different one, though. Okay, oh. so I just want some opinions on how to go about this. There's this guy I met, and she's a female who's um, 26 years old. Met on Umbumble last week, um, and he's a 24-year-old male, okay? Um, we had a great connection, similar humor and taste, etc. cetera. Um, he said I was cool and wanted to meet up for drinks um, after work, which I was excited about. This is during COVID right now, or is this old? This is a twelve. <laughs> for uh, this drinks. is from twelve hours ago on Reddit. Go for drinks. Where <laughs> is this know. the states? <laughs> I have no idea. They should open it might be the states. It might be the states because I didn't do a Toronto search. I just did relationship search. Maybe going for smoothies because I'm like drinks. Where? <laughs> um, so he even wanted to go um, off Bumble and move to Insta, and we stuck and we text nonstop. I was very. Ex- it was very exciting. <laughs> Anyways, we went for drinks and had a lot of fun. Went back to his house, um, went back to his and kissed. But in the end, he felt that it was better off to be friends and didn't have that (laughs) connection, which I respected. It was hard for me to accept, but I would love to be friends with this guy. He has just intrigued, he just, um, as he just intrigues me, but all the caps, okay? Did he just say that um, we should just be friends just to make me feel bad or or not to make me feel bad or he actually wants to hang out i'm so tempted to dm him but scared to get rejected again i don't know how um to come about this as i feel the connection we have would be amazing as a friendship at least would Thanks. be amazing no that's a fucked up situation and a lot of women don't understand you sometimes you should stink you know what i mean and Maybe when he saw you in his house light or his place, it was different from, you know, seeing you maybe online. Maybe you catfished him. Who knows? When you're up close and personal and he was just double checking the vibes because maybe he thought you look good enough to go out and have drinks with and pay for it. Maybe he paid. But to bring you to the home and maybe he saw how you walked. Maybe he saw how, you know, your breath was kind of stink when he came in for the kiss. Maybe he thought you couldn't kiss. Maybe he thought that you were just not girlfriend material. Maybe he said, you know what? Like, I don't think I can bring you around anybody. Like maybe in a social space, but that's it. Maybe he thought, yo, you probably don't look like you're a good fuck. Like maybe you, like there's so many variables. Mm. So, okay. You, you, you know what? Cause I'm, while you're um, explaining this and I'm listening, I'm also going back over the timeline. You're right. Because they were talking, 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 talking. Sexting is different. When you're talking, texting online, different story. Right. He said he wanted to get off Bumble and move to Insta. Okay. To see your friends, to see who you know. I mean, hello, <laughs> for a mutual space, right? But he didn't say, I want to delete my Bumble. He was just like, let's get off a of Bumble and move to Insta. Because he, he wants say, to do more research. Here's my fucking phone number. I'm thinking, why wouldn't they talk on WhatsApp? Like, what, you're going to just, because he wants no, to, but he's like, probably in a relationship. If you, if, if you like, you really like somebody. Phone right? number. Give the person your phone number. Like, yeah, you know, let's get off of this this app. And take it to quote unquote the next level and start getting to know each other better. That doesn't mean like okay, let's D- DM each other on Instagram. Like she sounds very clingy as well. So maybe he already has somebody and he just wanted to venture out, mm. or maybe he was considering his odds because he's talking to a couple other people and he thought that she came off too thirsty no, and that her more, her more nasty. 
Yeah, and again, I mean, people really kiss, like that's meaningful to a lot of people, because like. Went back to his and kissed. That's what she said. <laughs> but kiss, I mean, let's talk about this right now. Like we're in COVID, you know what I mean? Like I get it, people still do things, but like you kiss somebody the first encounter you met them. Did she say that she's not getting immunized or sorry, vaccinated? And he said, fuck this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people. Hold on. Can we? People do all kind of things. I heard it's a for thing. A quick second? Um, you're really um, concerned about like people catching COVID in these dating times, right? Safety so is an issue because it's like, I'm not out there doing all kind of stuff. So it's like, it kind of scares me that people are like, you know, experimenting and like the dating game is still like sounding very, I guess, cinematic. It's happening out here, Zave. People are uh, out here dating. I'm not on the they're, dating scene like that. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know what that's like when... I'm here to tell you, like people are out here, they're meeting up, they're, 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 they're smashing. But kissing on the first date, that's the thing? It's, it's happening out here. Would you kiss somebody on the first date? Yeah. I don't. But I'm vaxxed. <laughs> it's not about that. I'm just saying. Like, I'm vaxxed, baby. It's just like what we were discussing last um, week and stuff like that. Um, when we were talking about closeness and stuff with the other two ladies. And we were talking about when you're going to go down. Like, One of them was saying, like, go all the way type of thing and yeah. all this stuff. But I'm just wondering, like, in the dating game, like, maybe I'm just unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just it. But I'm just saying, like... To oh, meet it somebody, down. it goes down. People are meeting at, a, at, at you know, underground parties. Where do they meet smashing. Friday? <laughs> you telling all Yo, this? Yo, I, I watch CP twenty four. There's underground parties getting um, lock off. <coughs> when they find out who, how many people are in the party, there's like a hundred people. People of them are meeting up at the at the jam. Like, yo, you look good, shorty, and taking that down the same night. Yeah. COVID or no COVID. True. You know what I'm saying? It's, there's a lot of people who are just like still just living their life. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not saying they're right or wrong, but there's a lot of people who are just out there. They're still on dating apps. They're still meeting. You know what I'm saying? They're, to be honest, you're you got to be more worried to about fucking sexual, sexually transmitted diseases than fucking COVID-19. Well, it starts with the kissing on the first date. What else are people doing? Are they even using protection? It's a lot of that shit ain't happening either. Damn. This grease is crazy, Zay. Like, I'm all about sex empowerment and sex positivity, but I'm also about keeping that fucking shit safe. Mm. Ain't nobody trying to catch nothing, COVID or STD or STI or any of that shit. STI is sexually transmitted infection, STD, sexually transmitted disease. Talk to him. Breakdown. Um, and I got something from The Voice, so. The Voice. Yeah, I told him yeah, it's just us, so let's Pretty see. Right what... the top of the mic. Question. Imagine this was the real life Gilligan's Island and you had your two big social memories to just lay it down, do all you can do on the island. Who would it be, male or female? Well, if he's asking me, it's going to be two females. <laughs> Obviously. Um, that's a fucking good one. Holy! Who would I have on the? I island? got my two. You got your two. Yeah. Okay. And it doesn't have to be current dated because other people are older now, right? So just think about hypothetically who was in their prime that you were like, "Yo, just die hard." Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. don't say a porn star. That's so typical. Because that's not all they're good for, or that they're all that they're made up of, right? No, we can have good conversations too. <laughs> Porn stars but, have brains. 
Yeah, and they also get married and they have kids. I know. Shit. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'm assuming over here that you're liberal thinking, man. I mean, you know, no woman empowerment. Okay. You go first and I'll... Because I got to think... I got to go through my my childhood crushes. Okay. I like my chocolate. So I like... Denzel Washington and Morris fucking Chestnut. Mm. Those are your two on the on the um, on the thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I'm still thinking about it right now. <laughs> the voice. Thanks for your question. Yeah, because there's so many celebrities. It doesn't even have to be like. Uh, remember, think about genres. You have actors, actresses, move, um, dancers. You probably say J Lo. In her nah, prime. <laughs> not even. Cause like to me, I'm like too perfect. Is I'm not really. Um, what's her name from fucking Basketball Wives? Drea. Mm. One, okay, Drea, you coming with me? You know what I'm saying? Consentfully, consent, <laughs> consentingly. Right? The Friday don't just take women on me on their uh, acknowledgement. Let's, let's go, Drea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Drea, and y'all gonna be like, be like, and Lindsay Lowe. Let's go, Lindsay. Okay. Where's my gun? You know what I'm saying? I'll even bring the yayo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, on the theme of COVID, though, um, what's your preference? Face masks or shields? Face shields? Uh, the face masks, I guess, are cool. I'm, I, I prefer neither, but if I'm going to pick because we, this is the world we're living in, you know, if you have a cute face mask on, you know what I'm saying? You got your eyeliner done, you know what I'm saying? So you want to see somebody's face. That's what you want them to do. No, because, like, you see, like, pretty girls on the street. Because it's different times. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, when you see a pretty girl on the street now, you have to really notice different things that are pretty about her. Because there's a Access half of limited. Her face. Not access granted. Access limited. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's half of her face that's cut off. So if you are going to be the guy who's going to actually step to this girl that you can't see her face, you got to be able to feel that everything else that you're seeing looks good. Because when you pull on the mask, it might be a different story. Excuse or me, miss. Can I see mask, your nose and your mouth, please? Yeah. Like, that's different. Like, you'd be able you used to be Would you to, ask a girl to take on her mask so you could see more of her features? I, I haven't tried this yet, so I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, it's so new. You know what I'm saying? Like, a good year plus, but I mean, like, would you be so daring? Because I was in the grocery store when COVID first hit, and I had somebody. I went all the way out to like Newmarket, and mm. it was just like there was has to be the black guy, of course, trailing me down, try, like African too, hey. trying to get my number and stuff, and like literally not giving up as if my mask was like invisible, like it didn't matter. Like I'm used to certain levels of attention with people trying to pursue the chop, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But like it was just hilarious that I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm out of the zone. Like I'm not even in Toronto right now. Like it's like hilarious. Hey. Pushing a car, everything, and the person who came with full momentum and like was so pursuant. And it's like that mystique of thinking about people, for instance, uh Muslim culture, think about when women yeah. wear like hijabs and everything to cover and conceal and then they'd have their eyes. Most of them do do eye makeup and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. maybe have... It's sexy to even see a woman's ankles at that point, right? Well, you know, <laughs> even with them, that's good that you bring um, Muslim women up because, you know, when they're, like, fully, like, not trying to show anything, like, they're... You're forced they're to look attire, at their silhouette. 
but their attire you can't even see the silhouette like the the dresses that they're wearing is like kind of straight down so that but you can't, some you, that they, have a bomb if, mark you're like if they okay got the ba-donky, donky, donk, donk, then it's like you can't there's nothing you could do to like avoid that but like for the most part like they they try to work attire that doesn't accentuate but mm. with you know just everybody else in who's dealing with covid with the covid mask and stuff like that you're really looking at a woman's body now and then you're trying to not be objectifying but like you gotta you're looking at the whole package we've always been looking at women's bodies you know what i mean like us men but like now we're like this girl has a nice shape her face matters more it's not about the butter face no more but like, <laughs> you can't see her face you understand what i'm saying you only could see half of her face but you're forced to pay attention to it to look at the features surrounding yeah, you're like okay what well, does her eyes and stuff like that look like but you're also noticing her body way more. This is what I'm saying. This is at least from my opinion. You're noticing bodies way more because faces are not the first thing that you can see coming towards you. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I wear I wore masks, but I just find like even on a health level, like it's very suffocating. And a lot of the ones that are more like the material masks, like, that's one of the ones I had. And I liked it because it had a lanyard component. Mm. But there's a lot of bacteria around your mouth and around like what you're blowing out in regards to like your uh, carbon dioxide and all that shit that is not good for your face in regards to like breakouts and shit like that. So I recently converted to a mask, sorry, a uh, shield. Mm. I don't really want to wear anything on my mouth and be breathing into my face and all that shit and having, you know, irritation or anything like that. So on a hygienic level, it's also about how long you're wearing the mask and how close it is to your face and frequency of having to wash it and all that shit. Because most women that wear makeup, it comes off. Yeah, but I can't be in public that long um, with the mask, to be honest. That's why I'm, I'm glad being a hermit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I That's why just... they want you to stay home, but if you go out. But if I'm having conversations and I'm still doing some level of business, it's like I'm, you know doing certain things where I'm talking to people for a certain amount of time and it's like yeah I don't wear it when I'm driving and stuff like that it's just more like if I'm having dialogue and stuff it's not like when you're on the phone like you're trying to still communicate with people and I don't know I just thought I was wearing it for like way too long and I just gave it a break and whipped out the shield so yeah that's what I'm on now I still want to wear my lip gloss that's why I'm wearing a shiny gloss because masks don't allow you to wear lipstick and lip glosses properly shit rubs off so as you, for, for you as a woman, like, are you able to, what are you noticing on men when you see like guys with masks? Like, what's the first thing you notice now? Well, I'm an eye person. So I think eyes definitely are a thing mm-hmm. and the type of mask they're wearing too. <laughs> Those hospital grade ones, or like if they have a material or a custom one, they have a stupid looking one, how they're wearing it, you know, below their nose, over whatever. So those things get, you know, brought into context when you're examining people as you pass by mm. so if, if man is wearing like a like a hospital mask you're like mm, fine. You i don't know mask than that? yeah there's just like where'd you get that from like you went to the hospital because when you do go to the hospital they do make you change whatever mask you're wearing and give you that blue gra- blue hospital grade one yeah no matter what mask you have on it's just sanitation i guess they say but and what if he doesn't have any mask if there is it like a Nah, because like you're being irresponsible. No, type I of think thing. outside you shouldn't be wearing a mask when you're walking or going for like a hike or something like that. Or if you're kind of away from people, you shouldn't because you need to be able to breathe. If you're driving a car and you're wearing a mask, I'm like, okay, well, you're in the car by yourself or whatever. Like, take it off. Yeah. <laughs> breathe. Outdoors is where you're going to get the most freshness of air compared to like when you're in a confined space where you have to be wearing the mask. I hear you. That's just my take. Um, I got something else here. Me too. Okay, so Diddy puts a pick, a throwback pick 
of him and J-Lo up on his uh, oh the IG. chain reaction and then 50 Cent and Vivica and then fucking who the other person was with Ben and um, Jen well that's the thing like she broke up with uh, with her guy right um, A-Rod yeah and fucking you know there was a I guess a picture of her and, and, and homie Ben Affleck together from before but then they're actually an item now again is that is that for real because you know that might just be speculation what I want to know is is Diddy in violation now posting and I'll show you the picture here it's like an old school pic you know what I mean with the Sean John the baggy Sean John suit you know what it's people in their feelings because usually when you see somebody who's with an, a new person it's mm. not like she's talking to Ben from yesterday it's from the last month Right. So when he posts this, he said, yo, nigga, don't, don't get twisted. Like, I kind of had that first. Had that. Because even at the time when she was shooting, you know, um, what's that song again? Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. Jenny from the Block. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just Jenny from the Block. <laughs> when she did that video and she was with Ben Affleck, it's like those are the times when she was just kind of with Diddy. So it's like there's a lot of these things with exes, again, boundaries. He's been with many women, even um, Cassie, right? So you have to look at the relationships he's had. And Lori Harvey, mm-hmm. he's had a lot of, like, high profile like gorgeous women in his corner many times over the years but there's the attachment piece I'm telling you it's not like he's throwing up his ex Lori Harvey mm-hmm. he is throwing up J-Lo J-Lo has just left A-Rod J-Lo in her 50s is still looking like fire to some people and is still dating somebody she went back with so she's doing a throwback relationship and they're throwing up throwback pics so w- w- why do you think he's doing that? I think it's an attention thing it's like don't forget don't forget, but he's also sending a message to Ben. A message to Ben, nigga I had this first still, mm. right? And she was right, you know, like you know when they say like once you go black, you don't go you back type go of back. thing. Well, so he's trying I guess to. That's not facts because she she went all over the map after she went black, <laughs> especially when the, the club gets shot up when she with the black guy, right? Yeah, and then it's like she's this is metaphorical a lot of people post certain pictures and it's like she's holding his hand it's not like they were just talking or they were at a business meeting or anything like that it's Mm. very specific the symbolism is real once you start to kind of critique it and you look at friggin um 50 cent and vivica a fox like yeah they had like a thing at one point but people are like yo it's been like 20 years i get the fuck over it like where have you been all this time because everybody's starting to throw up their throwback celebrity love crush picks so then now it's like then the chain reaction as well. There's a there's a reason for the fifty cent. Um it's because recently she there's post this pic sorry, there's clips that have been posting on uh, of Vlad's interview with her. So she's talking about She, she loved fifty and Yeah, it was there's like a few clips song. that he asked her about fifty and she she don't seem to be over him. Eh, yeah, fifties, you know. They've done each other dirty. 50 more like he said some wild shit about her on, in interviews and on songs and she's still like you know I love 50 she's older than him and you know like he brought a little bit of spunk and he was the number one guy out at the time so it's like it was necessary for her to feel a real connection because like he selected her type of thing she was looked at as kind of like a cougar a little bit but at the same time at like the time? she's older than him no but at the time was she that she was in a cougar status at that time, was Not she? cougar status, but it was like a young rapper dating an older, successful, black, beautiful actress. Not a rapper, yeah. actress. Listen, even Vivica, if I can get like a, a third option on that, that, you know, to spin back to your question from before or the voices question. Mm-hmm. On the yeah, island? On the island, yeah. I'll put Vivica as a, as, a, as a third string, you know what I'm saying? As the on-call. 
yeah. From that interview, like she did look like she had hella plastic surgery, but Vivica Fox is a beautiful woman. Ooh, gorgeous. I used to love having like my hair color like her because she has that like honey blonde type of thing that she did a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. She was a great actress, you know? So, um, yeah, I have a statement here. I saw it on somebody's uh, Instagram story today. And I think it's like, it sums up a lot of like how I felt many times. And I think a lot of women can relate to it too. You can't date a man and raise him at the same time. Cool. That's to me, that's obvious. Like, I feel like I've always, I've ranted this a few times in the last few months where a lot of y'all like trash niggas. Or a lot of women that are very nurturing end up attracting certain types of men that haven't fully developed from their mothers because mothers, in my opinion, were so busy trying to chase wastemans generationally that the generation continues and Mm. a lot of men are missing a lot of that developmental piece of maturity and masculinity. So the cycle just kind of being keeps recycling itself. Yeah, you know, it's partially, you know, we could like take our own ac- accountability for the bullshit, you know, like the, the trash men, I don't say we, they, but. It's not trash, it's incompetent. You can't help that if you're just incompetent. <laughs> or like the mama's boys or, you know, the guys who haven't grown up type of or thing. Or the husband sons. I've heard about that one husband too. Son? Fuck yeah. But. <laughs> There's a lot of broken homes that are in the hoods and like black communities and stuff more specifically, right? So, you know, I know everybody has to take accountability for, you know, their own fuck ups and shit like that. But a lot of those come from the fact that there was not a lot of fathers to help raise some of these guys, you know? But were these fathers competent to begin with? Hmm? Were these fathers competent to begin with? Because a lot of the time, a lot of the men, the cycle continues. They're lacking a lot of that emotional um, energy. And there's a lot of displacement in how they feel about things. They're just with a lot of the women from back in the day, too, just because they needed to be that together household or they needed to be the provider of some sort or they didn't have anywhere else to go. (laughs) Most men aren't necessarily always living somewhere, right? Stable. So, you know, we do a lot of stuff is passed down generationally, right? Because. Even me, myself, over the years, like, I've been, um, you know, I I used to be a cheater, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, a guy that dealt with multiple women at the same time. But You dog. You know, <laughs> before. But I found out when, you know, I started to get to know my, my pops a little bit more in the short space of time, right, and RIP to him. But when I did get to know a little bit more about him, I found out, like, he had, like, I don't know, like three, four wives. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, my youngest brother is like probably just now 30 something years old. <laughs> and like, I'm like, damn, bro, you were putting in work all the way to like that's a lot the of 60s, like... my G. Like, holy. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, a light bulb went off. Like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? And I never met the man. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, he's, you know, um, was an alcoholic and stuff like that. And I, I'm, uh, uh 10 years sober type of guy, you know, and actually 11 years sober, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, wow, I didn't even realize that I picked up all these things from a man I never met. Genetic code, man. Mm-hmm. That's serious. And men don't realize they'll also inhibit a lot of the negative stuff too. It's very few rare things where it's positive traits. But um, yeah, it's... Yeah, so yeah, you, you, you might have something to that whole the generations of fuckboyism and stuff like that you know what i'm saying because i was moving on some real fuckboy shit back then (laughs) it is what it is yeah um question do you Mm. prefer to be dumped or do you want to be the person to dump to have one up on that person 
Nobody likes to be dumped. You know what I'm saying? That guy on Reddit does. (laughs) He's waiting for the girl to say, like, I'm fucking seeing somebody else now. Sorry, I got to move out. I'm going to grab my things. But I don't mind. It depends on the situation, right? Like, I've been in situations where I want the girl to, like, dump me first. And it's just out of my own, just selfish, not wanting to... It's like firing myself. somebody is hard, man. Like that sticks with you when you have to like play be that person. Yeah. So it's a situation I wanted to get out of, and I'm like, you know, maybe she'll just fucking pull the cord and fucking, you know, let's get the let's stop doing this. You know what I'm saying? It's sometimes easier when the other person because it takes the guilt off of you. Yeah, but then there's been times where I'm really into the girl a lot, and then I get dumped, and I'm like, oh my god, my heart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought I was special. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Real talk, man. Yeah, she's just like, nah, you're just another notch on my belt. Sorry, nigga. Bye, nigga. <laughs> I think it depends because um, when we're younger, I think it's very different. It's taken more seriously um, when you're having the high school relationship or that youthfulness. Mm. I started dating from young. I started dating from nine. So, yeah, puppy love to like relationship in high school to, you know, adult stuff. Mm. The evolution. Um, yeah, but hmm. it's never nice trying to part from somebody or trying to fire somebody or tell them, hey, like your time's done. Like it's never fun. It weighs on you. It's beca- yeah. It becomes like fucking torture. Figure out how to do this. How am I going to see this? Exactly. Strategy has to come into play and then you start calculating, okay, all the good. And then you start, oh, you fuck. Put aside some time. <laughs> it's sometimes better when somebody just goes curled to cold cold turkey because when you have to like plan the breakup it wasn't so thorough when you fucking got into it you know so you'd rather a person just say you know what it's over i think i give off enough energy when i'm in a resentful situation to Mm. like show that detachment so the hints are dropped and it kind of is like the balls in your court like make the move because yeah but what if you're really into the guy and then he's like you know what say it's over I don't. I'm trying to think if I've been dumped before. Like I got to think about it. And you're like, I thought everything was going so well. Because mm. I've been in those situations where I'm like, I stop. Uh, you know what? I'm not it's hard. I've only been in a few like long term stuff, and like it's, I haven't dated much, and that's a well, like a situation. Like I have not dated a lot. Like mm. I haven't dated and. I haven't had like a good couple years where I've dated. Like I've always had like situations that kind of just, yeah. Yeah, so that's one of my uh, flaws there. No, it's not a flaw. I think it is. Fucking, it's a flaw, man. Do you think you're a serial relationshiper? No, I just kind of succumb to certain situations that are presented because I never really go on the hunt. It's just the relationships find me. I don't, Mm. I don't find them. Like I don't go and pursue them really as like an adult and stuff. Like I don't go out there because I'm. I'm always like ambitiously doing my thing and you know I have my brand my sexuality and stuff and that's intimidating to a lot of guys so the few that could feel worthy or deserving of me in the time it's like you know they make their way in very screechy Mm. Um, yeah and then I go into a mental coma and forget like what I'm actually really doing (laughs) (laughs) so what's the worst breakup that you've ever had I mean like not the fucking relationship itself I mean like the way that the breakup was introduced, like the oh, it's over part. Oh man, can't get into too much detail, but it was somebody older than me, and they were very obsessed. 
to the point where they started doing some serious like blackmail and some harassing and shit like that. Well, how um, was like, what did you initially say? Like that was like, make it like super uncomfortable. You know, that, that uncomfortable part, like, yo, I don't think we should do this anymore. Or I think we should break up. Like what were the words that you had to use? I don't remember my exact words, but I know that I was trying to show distance and that I was like very depressed and not happy. And I think I got hit in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, yeah, it was a very, very bad situation. And it ended up with, you know, them catching some uh, charges and shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. People get very obsessive and possessive and sometimes they don't want to let it go, man. Yeah, there's some guys that have... Uh, Somebody older too, so they're like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to get this again. Not completely, <laughs> they have... Uh, their emotional IQ is not completely there. Well, think about it. I'm not going to call you an old geezer, but there's people that are like, you know, mature, like older in life and it's like if they're going to come across a young thing or, you know, spring chickenette... <laughs> Or somebody that's young and ripe or whatever, they're not going to want to let that go under no circumstance. Mm. Some people get a blight or a chance because of a freak accident or something and the, the stars align awkward, <laughs> whatever happens, and it brings people together or, you know, brings people in a tolerable situation. And then when that person decides that, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore or, you know, sometimes it's a sugar daddy situation and, you know, a sugar baby. And sometimes she doesn't want to, you know, pursue a relationship or whatever the case is. Some people just don't want to let go. So it'd be fucked up. Yeah. Um, you got anything else? Of course. Um, I was going to say, do you think it's worth it for an artist to sign with a label or be independent in 2021 now? I went completely not that direction. I know. I um, mixed it up. I think you could be doing a little bit of both, right? So make yourself really hot as an independent artist so that you gain enough leverage that when you connect yourself to a bigger entity like a label or any type of a corporate entity that can get you into bigger places, you can do things on your own terms. You know what I'm saying? But take advantage of the money that they got on the best terms for you. Well, not every label is like, you know, well-known or have a lot of money either. So what about small labels? Well, if you got the leverage, then you don't got to worry about the small labels. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you made yourself self-sufficient even like pretty much semi-rich as an independent artist you pretty much can like make the terms of what your record deal is going to be when it comes to these majors because they're looking at you wondering how they can get in on a piece of your pie so now you could tell them this is what i i need to i need this amount for my advance i need this amount of creative control and i need to own my masters you can say all that shit if you're already hot as an indie artist so yes be an indie artist Put in the fucking work where, like, you're already making money off of rap. You don't even have to work a nine to five no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you've been able to independently put your tours together, all that shit. And then, you know, the labels that are hollering, then you can see Wild Guan. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. But, like, not before. Like, because when you're looking for a handout, that's when they'll fuck you. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's looking for a handout. Yeah, 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 yeah. If Very you ain't got few. shit and just a little bit of talent, but you know what I mean? You're like, hey, help me to be able to, oh yeah, we'll help you. But on these terms, my nigga. Contracts, contracts, contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> did you hear about the story about the woman who got fined for talking too loud? 
She yeah. got fined like 300 and something dollars. I think it was on Hollywood Unlocked or something that showed up on my feed. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately didn't get to save it. And that's what I was kind of looking for as well. But I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> she got fined for talking too loud. And we all know people when we see them on the road. And it's like, why the fuck do you talk so damn loud? Hollywood Unlocked? I think it was. It showed up on one of those entertainment sites um, on my feed. And I know I liked it. I just didn't get to um, save it. And that's unfortunate. Let me see if I can find it here on YouTube. I'm talking too loud. I think it was Hollywood Unlocked, you know? One of the Hollywood. Mm. No, I do not see anything right now. Um, well, what about it? Well, yeah, here it is. Black woman gets $385 fine for allegedly talking too loud on the phone. Hmm. A black Michigan woman was fined for reportedly talking too loud on her phone while she was on a sidewalk after her neighbor called the police. (laughs) Bonnet warrior. (laughs) One of those things she said, Robinson said, and I said, get out of my face. And I proceeded to walk past her. She's saying whatever she's saying. Three minutes later, East Point police pulls up. (laughs) That's some hating ass shit. You know, like. But like, I've seen these people. What do you mean? It's, It's incredible. Why do you, like, your phone's right here. Some people are talking like they're, like, in the distance. Yeah, but still, to catch to get a, a fine, though? How could you catch a fine? Like, is the police really going to ticket somebody for that? Idiot. They're, trying to, they're just trying to, I don't want to get too heavy with it, but they're just trying to target the phone. black people. You know was saying? it a Karen who did it, you think? If it was a Karen, she wouldn't have got arrested for that shit. <laughs> Especially over there down south in the United States, you know what I'm saying? If it was a Karen, they would have let her talk as loud as she fucking want. As soon as this fucking um, Shaniqua over here with the with the bonnet, <laughs> they're on her ass. So no mask. We talk as loud as you want. I wonder if it's because maybe she wasn't wearing a mask or something. Listen, I I because think about could you hear somebody that loud if they were wearing a mask and had that restriction? There's times where I'm talking on the street when I'm on the phone and I'm like, fuck, I might be a little bit loud. No, but this has to be intense. Like, there's yeah. people that I know. Oh my gosh, like they'll talk in hallways. Like, you can hear them through the walls. Like. They have no, like, chill. I'm going to fucking salute to her, yo. You know what I'm saying? I got something here for you. Yeah. Kevin Samuels. Is Kevin Samuels gay? Uh, oh, I heard the same thing with um, the model. Um, what's his name again? Um, Tyree. Was it Tyrese Beckford? Mm. Or somebody. And he was saying that he dated Beyonce, or, or sorry, Kim. So, so he's not gay because he dated Kim Kardashian. Tyson Beckford, I think. So this... Kevin Samuels guy, right? He's been like burning up the fucking news reels lately, especially as of lately with this blow up and you know popping up on people's different interview shows. And what he usually does is like he gives you've heard of Kevin Samuels, but for the audience, right? He gives women raw advice or gives his perspective on different things that they're dealing with, but in a super raw way. So not everybody's always happy with his delivery. Mm. But it'd be a lot of facts. It's not what he's saying, it's how he's saying it. It's, it's how he's saying it, right? So there's been a few things that people are trying to say that this guy's gay. Because <laughs> of what he says? Because he seems too, like, you know, right-wing or something? You know, he's very metrosexual, as they're trying to say. You know what I mean? He's too clean-cut. And all these type of, like, stereotypes that they try to put on, like, on, on gay men. But there's been a video that just came out from him on his YouTube show. And I'll show you here dealing with our men or just in general what the heck just happened here 
So for the listening audience, I'm gonna pause it for a quick second. <laughs> Somebody sleep. For the listening audience, like the camera clicked away to, like he's on his Zoom doing some things, or like he's 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 streaming live and he's clicking from camera to camera, and I guess it showed some guy sleeping <laughs> in a bed, and people are trying to say that that bed is the furniture that I think matches his crib, so that's his crib. So if he has a friend over on the couch, that's not supposed to insinuate that he's gay. No, no, not on the couch. In Adamon bed. I'll, I'll oh. show you. In the bed. <laughs> so watch this. What the heck this happened? Does that look like a bed to you? Let's pause it. Food? Yeah, it's got the fucking matching fucking thing going on here to match his bed. A little metro, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment, no judgment. <laughs> Somebody's sleeping in the bed. <laughs> And he just said, <laughs> somebody's sleeping in the bed. Oh. Um, yeah, glitch in the system. Have mm. a, have a, um, Sus. <laughs> okay. Two questions. Do you think that that was like um, some complete glitch in the matrix like the man's saying? Yeah, or was there somebody you, in his bed? Sometimes you can press different things, so maybe there was somebody in his bed, but not everybody wants to come out. I think it's safe that even if he is, you know, giving great advice, he's metrosexual, then that's just the opinion of the people. Unless he comes out and says, yes, I am bi, or yes, I am queer, or yes, I am, you know, homosexual, or whatever, that's his right to keep his personality and his personal preference to himself unless it's on a need-to-know basis. So for what he does... It's safe because you not everything you give to everybody. There has to be something you hold on to until you're ready to share because we all have our own personal lives. You don't know everything about me. I don't know everything about you, regardless of how often we see each other or how we work together. You know, you do get to keep certain things and we do give advice to people and we talk about social things. Well, so, I'll, play you, I'll play you a piece of his content. Because Are you trying you to find gay-oriented content? No, no, I'm playing you a piece of just like... What? So I don't exactly see that's the thing. I ask you how I'm long. Just, I'm just gonna play you just like regular him in his bag, right? <laughs> see now you're getting specific because you're triggered, but I ask you to begin with and you act like you didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. I don't have a specific time that exactly. I can say, but it wouldn't be Stay on the bench. Stay on the bench. Because see, when I first answered the question, it was like, I don't know, uh, uh, sir. I have not dated in three years. Now that he's just super bougie. Problem, I'm not gonna do it after two dates. But well, like, how many dates what he does, dating? like he he'll he'll give That's what this women is. advice, That's where women will call into his show. And if you're not ready, for and then when he delivers his his answer, he delivers it like you know, no sugar on his shit. So my question now, if now let's say these videos are for real and Ray Tay Tay, and you know, salute to him. You know what I'm saying? If he is gay. Can he still do the content that he's doing? Like, will people still take it in? I think he can, because look at Derek Jackson. He got he cheated, and he was just really contradictive to his um, content. So content creation is different from how a person wants to live their life. People are still entitled to a personal life or personal preference of how they want to live their life. So are people still watching his shit? Derek Jackson? Yeah. Uh, I saw something on um, Tasha's... Uh, Unwind with Tasha Kays. Tasha Kay. Yeah, I'm really into her show. I've seen something where she talked about um, he was trying to deny doing an interview yet again just because it's like he's trying to run. Um, but I don't know. It's different. It's difficult because once you have a perception or an idea of somebody that you're into or that you respect or that you like, you like them for what you get off on your first impression. 
as a commentator or as a vlogger or a host. But when you start finding out controversial things that maybe challenge how you see them, it's just like in a relationship. If you find out that your person that you're into has a past or they you know, committed murder or they you know, went to jail, it does taint things or it changes because a lot of humans don't like change. They don't mm. like to have the person that they glorify or put on a pedestal have anything negative, just like celebrities. Right. You find out, okay, Justin Bieber did this when he was you know, younger, you got disappointment, but you found a way to get back because he found a reason to drive you back in. Yeah, the yeah, fandom, yeah. right? So with this guy, some people like to just give it a good listen and stuff like that. I haven't really paid too much attention to him, but if he has great concepts and the amount of podcasters and things that people are coming out with to listen to, to be very unfiltered and raw, mm-hmm. it's entertaining and engaging. But I do believe there's an element of mystique that people are allowed to have because you can look at a woman and not be sure if she's bisexual or a lesbian it's or straight. women than men. But that's a double standard. It is a double standard, but it's different. But... Again, a guy dresses clean, has glasses, looks like he's bougie, maybe a little on the dainty side. Mm-hmm. He gets called gay. If he is rugged, which we rarely see, a rugged r- ragamuffin type guy giving relationship advice, it's usually clean cut because they're usually appealing to the women when they come out. Yeah, but if he was to come out tomorrow and say that he's gay, do you think he's going to start losing fan base? Maybe Based not. Based the demographic that he's already like developed? A lot of women would have been like, I knew it. And like a lot of women like gay best friends. A lot of women like to have gay friends give them advice on hair and makeup and you know things like that because there are a lot of gay men that thrive in that industry where a woman can feel comfortable listening to because it's like they're looking at the same thing. When mm. a man is also looking at a man or evaluating a man for the same personal and sexual or intimate gain and reasons that the woman is, there might be a stronger connection versus hearing it from a guy who she wants to classify as a douchebag or say, yeah, you're a man. Of course you'd say that. But I feel like also with him, his male fan base would, would drop off drastically. They might be mad, but their wives and their girlfriends are going to still be watching. So they're probably going to want to keep an eye. Yeah, because like a lot of the guys, you know, like he, you know, he's been on a Joe Button podcast and he's been on a few different places where you know like you know academics is like publicly supported a lot of his his views and his approach even you know what i'm saying so like i feel and i'm not saying for them but i'm just saying a lot of the guys who fall under like this you know sometimes really homophobic type of category and shit like that would be like oh he gay all right, I a lot of them are no sus more. anyways I, the way mm-hmm. I look at it a lot of men like to go on like they're not um, receptive or they don't feel that they can connect with another man once he has that defining title of being gay it's just a status he's not coming for you he doesn't even like you he's yeah. doing what he does so the idea is like even when you throw certain celebrities like and they come out as like gay later on it's like man's used to look at Tyson Beckford or man's look at L.O. Cool J like it just depends on if that person switches and makes a confession because man's lick their lips man's have clean cut looks man's are muscular man like personal trainers a Mm. lot of men follow male personal trainers are they gay because they're following a man that doesn't wear a lot of clothes no yeah what was that i don't know where the fuck that was (laughs) is the system trying to come at me (laughs) it's like a fucking bluetooth or something but yeah (laughs) but that's the facts though because it's like it only changes the narrative once there's something that's made as a statement but most men are going to follow other people and they're looking for that no homo category to find it to be safe. Mm. And I'm checking to see if the boots are still there. 
Keep on. Yeah. And it's a matter of like, why does that even matter? The man's giving the same message now because you know something about his personal preference. It's supposed to be this. And then again, it speaks to the person's character. If you're not going to like somebody or follow somebody because they are representing a certain sex, then you're a fucked up individual. You really are honestly a low human being to come and judge somebody because of the sexual preference that has nothing to do with you on a personal level whatsoever. They're still getting their bag. They're still making money. I just, I don't think the whole world is completely there yet. Where I know that for a fact, especially like mostly uh, Caribbeans and people have very strong viewpoints. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and a lot of other like traditional cultures, you know what I'm saying? Um, one more of each. You got, any, you got anything else? Um, I was going to say, have you ever played Spin the Bottle? I haven't. I don't think I, I have. I high school, you know, I went to a high school that had a lot of white kids, right? Just a little insight on myself. Right, so I wasn't invited to a lot of them fucking parties that them <laughs> kids were having. They didn't invite the the, the nigger, the street dude. Uh, yeah, or the, the poor nigger that lives <laughs> down the street. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't think no. I did either. But I heard about them. They sounded fun. Or what is it? Seven minutes in heaven in the closet. Yeah, yeah. I never played those games when I was kids. Like uh, when I was like a kid. Like, uh, wow. To be a little bit more transparent again. You were decent I, at one point. Like. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't start getting pussy till like after high school. We finished high school at a different time in Montreal. Like we finished in grade 11 and then we're off that, right? We go to CJEP and then, you know. So university. you were an adult when you lost it? I wasn't an adult, but I wasn't in high school anymore. I was already out of high school. Mm. But you usually you graduate when you're 18. No, no, no. We graduate when we're in like grade 11. I was Ooh. 15 when I graduated and I turned 16 Shit. that summer. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So I, even all the way to 15, 16, I didn't smash no, 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 no pom pom. You know what I'm saying? I was trying. <laughs> I was trying. I was like, come on, you can what, do What your it, French coach. wasn't good? <laughs> no, well, my French was was good. Is this? Were you fluent back then? I've I've always been fluent in French. You know what I'm oh, saying? Shit. It's just I had no game. Why don't you drop French on the podcast? <laughs> no, je parle français des fois. Des fois, the old emperor ici là bas, see. <laughs> Did people confuse you with being um, Haitian a lot? No. Because I know there's a lot of Haitians in Montreal. No, because my French wasn't like that to that level where like, you know, I could just sound like French is my first language. You understand what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So a second. And um, Haitians also know how to speak Creole, right? Where there's a mix of French and I think Spanish is in there and a few different things. So it's Shit. like it sounds complicated. <laughs> and like there's a lot of slangs and stuff. It's like the it's the equivalent to, to patois. There's a lot mm. of people that don't understand look at what home. Creole is worse though, man. Oh my gosh. And like uh it's that's like you're actually like using a tongue that is not cipherable with English. Yeah, but it's like a French patois. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um Oh, sorry. you were gonna reference Tristan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tristan. He, <laughs> Five he, he needed some subtitles. <laughs> Yeah, the pot was raw, man. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question again? Uh, spin the bottle. Yeah, yeah, I never fucking played that shit. I got one more here. Mm -hmm. Signs of a cheater. What are the signs of a cheater? Go. Niggas like to have body language that's different. They're in their phones a lot more. They want to start working out and acting like it, fitness is all of a sudden the new thing because they're trying to firm up for so-called summer bodies mm. or they're trying to like, you know, go on the snap more. They're on more social apps. 
They're more like hiding their phone a certain way. They sit a certain way. If they're on the computer, they're on, you know, kind of shielding it from you a certain way. I've seen behavior. I can't say that I was there at the cheating moment. Mm -hmm. I've just seen sketch behavior. And for me, if I believe you're cheating, then you're cheating. Sorry. I said all the signs. For me, it's like, it's just, you're fucking around to the point where my conscience is so disturbed that like I'm seeing the traits and I'm starting to really like catch on to, you know, I become a private investigator and shit. Mm. So once I have to do that in my relationship, then you're already like, you know, categorized as potential cheater. And even if your mind is wandering or I should think that now your mind is wandering away, Mm -hmm. then you're categorized as just as bad as somebody who is cheating. Can a cheater, is a cheater always a cheater? No, people change. Okay, thank you, thank you. I'm recovered. Um, <laughs> okay, I, I have one just last one that just popped off the brain from what you were saying. Have you ever made a fake account to investigate somebody? Mm. Getting into Alize's business. <laughs> I'm trying to think. No, so not a finsta because finsta is like <laughs> I have a finsta. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, but like. You made I've used other accounts because, uh, again, like I do have um, a marketing business and stuff mm. like that. And sometimes you have access to um, multiple pros. Use the busy, eh? Use the business accounts. Ooh, what you doing over here, homie? Yeah, I, I've watched other people, yeah. Who you hugging? Who you want to be loving? <laughs> or it doesn't even have to be somebody that was dating. It's just sometimes you want to just check out a certain individual that has no idea that you don't want it to really trace back to you. So. Yes, I've used another account to check out somebody or scope the scene. Okay, okay. I think we got enough potting today. Look yeah. Better, see what we got on the, t- on the timer. 148. One, one Ooh, we've been potting for almost two hours. Look at us. Damn, Ooh. we're done. Cut. <laughs> um, you have any tunes that you want to hear on the way out? Oh, my gosh. Oh, and quick announcement for the people. We love hip hop podcast coming back in another week. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I don't know if anybody noticed there was no episode 226 this week. 226 will be coming back in another week. It happens, man. We need some time off. Yo, shit. We've been potting like for four years straight. We made (laughs) maybe me personally took one episode off. God forbid. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? In 225 episodes. So, man, I need to. And I'm here potting. So, like, it's not like I have a complete break. Right. Like, you know what do you want to hear on the way out what would you like for your request dear i'm trying to think right now like who's a good outro that tasha mac joint was pretty fire oh, still tasha mac track was fire still um anything anything uh i thought you already had that quick reference so maybe tasha i can't even think like we can bring tasha mac back but uh I can't really say I've heard much new music this week from Toronto females. I feel like you're listening to some Biggie. (laughs) We'll take us out with some Biggie. Uh, Give them your social medias and let's let's get the fuck out of here. Social media? Yeah. People know where to find us and all that good shit. Okay. So again, I'm your host, Alizé. And um, follow me on Instagram, Alizé Vlogs. Wow. Yes. Go through my page. You might see something you like. Check out my links as well. And uh, follow Friday Ricky Dread on uh, Instagram. Follow We Love Hip Hop Network. And also follow Zaylink, uh, the business page for uh, the show. Hey. Um, <clears throat> Big Papa, let's go. <laughs> I thought you were going to play Juicy. 
I never was a big fan of Juicy, to be honest. Oh. Don't hate on me, people. Oh. Mm -hmm. Hey. Uh. Hey. Baby, baby. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lay you good with your dishes in your bushes. Uh, who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. Back in the club, sipping my wet is where you find me. What? The back of the club, macking holes, my crew's behind me. Uh, Mad question asking, blunt passing, music lasting. But I just can't yeah. quit because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, sleep with, keep the epic secret.